And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. What are we going to do as a church? Our souls need to wake up. We need to respond to the gospel of Jesus. He said, go into the world. We don't want to deal with reality, Christian. We don't even want to deal with reality even though we've been saved from this place. I'm calling on you today in the name of Jesus to rise up to the call of God. Christ is coming back soon. If I start telling people about hell, I might just scare them off. Where are you going to scare them off to? Hell number two? People stop and think about it. If hell really exists, and it does, I didn't say that Jesus did. Then don't you think people need to know about it? Can't you at least give them a fighting chance? Or are you just going to sit there and let them burn? Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another wonderful show of don't let them burn. This is Rory, and Chris is also hey. in. Chris, all right. And we just want to welcome everyone to tonight's show, um, where we just, you know, we just have a little dialogue and, and talk a little bit about things that are going on in our world today. Um, this is what we're going to do the first hour. The second hour, we're going to be having a guest on, um, and we're going to be just, just, just talking, just sharing tonight. Um, before we get into the show, let me open up with a word of prayer and then we'll, we'll go from there. Father, we just want to thank you and just glorify your name for the mighty things that you have done, for how you have kept us, you have hedged us, O oh Lord God. Lord God, you said in your word that you would never leave us nor forsake us. You said that you would be with us until the end of the age. Dear Lord God, and there are some other things that you also said in your word. You said that you are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. So you sit on the outside of time, Lord God, and we glorify you for that. Lord God, we just come to you this evening, tonight, and we just ask you there, Lord God, to go before us. Dear Lord God, season our lips with the words that we are to speak, O oh Lord God. Season our thoughts and let it be led by the Holy Spirit, O oh Lord God. That, Lord, the things that we do here, the things that we talk about here, only glorify you and further the kingdom of the living God. The things that we are talking about, O oh Lord God, concerning you, are not necessary. But, dear Lord God, we are here to represent those that are lost and just not necessarily represent them, but lead them to Jesus Christ and to the understanding of who Christ is so that people know who Christ is for themselves and come to a deeper, more committed relationship with you, Father. So, Lord God, we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, Chris, we are just going to share tonight and... Just talk about some of the things that are happening in the world. Um, and, you know, Chris, things are happening, happening now a lot quicker than before. So before you even get into what you want to talk about, let's just talk about that. Just, just what have you seen recently? What, what, hap- 
what is the Holy Spirit saying to you? What is the Lord saying to you? Or what is he showing you? Well, urgency. Urgency in the realm of the Spirit as far as, you know, there's a lot of people thinking that, you know, we have thousands of years left and, you know, all sorts of ideas going on out there. But the urgency is, is, is so evident right now of people that need to know who Jesus Christ is. And this world is changing so rapidly in a multi-level direction from spirituality to technology to geopolitics, everything is just changing. And it's changing so fast that many of us can't keep up with it. And for many people at the same time, they don't even know or realize that it's actually changing that fast. Go ahead. You know, you raise quite a valid point because I am seeing um, just so many things that are coming at us. In order for you to process it, process it, it is it's hard for you to to keep up with what's going on. Like you said, the geopolitical stuff. Then you hear of, about the wars. Then you see the advances in technology that are happening. You know, it just it's just a plethora of things that are really um, being being tossed at us as 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 humans. You know, and yeah. I'm not even talking about the laws that are being passed, the laws that are being passed in the land. That's one. But the laws and the changes that are being made worldwide, the laws that are being made, for instance, in the U.N. or in, you know, just just a lot of different things that are that are coming at, 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 at people. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, there's, there's a lot of things that people don't understand already exist. You know, um, there's a global court, you know, global mandates for yeah. this and that. Um, global police force already being uh, put together. It's on paper. <laughs> They're just not fully mobilized yet. Um, so these these are some of the things that we think about uh, in the background as we collect news. And again, we talked about some of this stuff last year. And some of it the year before that. But some of the stuff we're going to talk about tonight, you know, we're going to talk about something called America2050.org. And we're going to talk about some of the maps on here. And, you know, this stuff is, the maps are old. What I'm looking at right here is from 2008. Okay? 2008. We're now in 2017, and some people are just starting to get a look at this stuff. And it's dealing with what they call the emerging mega regions. Okay, so you want to go check out uh, America2050.org. You're going to see what the metropolitan infrastructure will look like by then. And I think before that, probably 2030. And it's about 11 mega cities, and that's it. You'll probably have some very small ones around uh, in between all that, but most of the land is going to be wildlife and government-controlled areas. So in these cities, you have around 6 million people each, 6 million plus, right? And that's 11 cities. 
So that's roughly, if you go by six million alone, that's 66 million. We have 300 and plus million people in America right now. So that means a lot of people have to disappear somehow. Roy? So I heard what you were talking about. That's one aspect of it. So you're, you're you know, you're, you're talking about uh, 2050 and, and, and um, the cities that will be in place. Let's, let's look at something else. I think it, we, can, we can bring it a little closer in. One of the things that I've, I've come across recently, Chris, is how uh, technology is advancing rapidly. And we heard um, a few months back that McDonald's is going to be installing computers that will do the work of a worker. And I think they said one computer uh, or this particular system that they're going to put in place will um, be able to replace two or three persons. So, and it's going to cost at a cost of $30,000. Now, yes, there are going to be some maintenance work and things that maybe upgrades that need to be done to the computer. But outside of that, this, this place can be open 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Don't have to worry about salary. Don't have to worry about insurance, education, um, all of these different things. This is what, these are some of the things that are happening. Well, yeah. What about that? You know, talk, talk about that a little bit more. Well, yeah, well, that's the type of infrastructure that's coming. You'll have less people working or you'll have a, a universal income because the poor will be many. You know, because the robots are going to be taking over the AI, the um, you name it, the, 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 the drones, and it, it will be all connected, all connected to everything, even your appliances, everything, <laughs> um, your cars, um, even the cars that aren't necessarily um, smart cars. OK, um, so we have McDonald's doing it. It's there. It's already happened in McDonald's. They're putting the kiosk in now. You just walk up to the. Uh, the uh, kiosk and you punch in your order and, and, and they deliver it to you. However, they do that in, in the McDonald's right now, but soon they're going to have some, it's going to be limited to how many people work in there. And uh, a lot of other restaurants are going to follow suit. So right. this is now people, not, you know, five years, 10 years, this is now. And, and for those people who might say that what we are saying is outlandish far off, um, way off the beaten path. One of the things I've realized, you know, um, just the other day I went to one of the major retailers. They they are they are they tend to do fix you know um, people who do fixer uppers and any type of um, home materials that are needed wood lumber things like that. you have a couple of these stores that are around. And one of the things that I'm realizing is that they have done away with. They have moved out some of the registers now, and there's self-checkout. So you have literally people, you have a checkout counter that and normally they put it about four in, and you can scan your, your stuff out, and those lines are normally quicker than the human, um, the, the, the human beings at a register. Now, you might say, come on, that, that's old, guys, but... This is these are and and this is what's in place now. 
but it's actually going to be obsolete because of how quickly things are moving in technology. Technology is is um, rapidly um, improving very fast. And you might want to – do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, sure. Um because it has to do with it with the same, you know, uh, mega city stuff. Because it, w- w- the police, okay, <laughs> man, uh, some of the articles I have pulled up here are just, you know, people thought this was happening. You know, this would happen in, uh, you know, fifty years or so. But the, you know, technology is moving so fast. <laughs> Again, we can't hardly keep up with it. And so the article I have in front of me just to link to what you're just saying is um, says real life RoboCop Dubai uh, to get a RoboCop by 2017. Well, I guess it's 2017 and they, they have um, started to put these things on the streets in India. So these are robotic cops that police. Okay. Now I'm not, I didn't look at the whole video or the whole article yet. I'll look at it while we speak, but this is not fantasy anymore. This is not science fiction. This is not your Hollywood blockbuster anymore. And of course, this is this technology is in its infancy. So we don't know yet what sort of system these uh, robots are hooked up. But you know, they have to, of course, re- report to a network. So we don't know if it's autonomous or or what. But it's still a move towards what people thought was the far future. Go ahead, Ray. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so those are some of the things that were that that are coming, and like you said, it's 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 in Dubai. Um, it's happening there. It's it's happening in other places. We see um, we see that, uh, like you said, you talk about uh, RoboCop. Let's talk about. <laughs> I saw an article yesterday, not an article, a, a video of what the military came up with, and for the new. Um, the fighters that they have, the F-35, they came up with a, a plan that um, they're going to have not just drones now, but they're going to have, um, well, it's, it's still called a drone, I guess. The, new, the, the older aircrafts are going to be unmanned, and they're going to fly in what's known as like, like a package. So you'll have mm-hmm. the one fighter that's going to be in this package and it's in the research it's in research and development now research and development where the fighter you will fly in the more expensive planes the f-35 but the older ones the f-18 hornet and things of that nature and planes like that they will fly unmanned aircraft along with the f-35 so when they encounter radar uh, when they encounter enemy fire things of the 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 drone or the unmanned aircraft will intercept the fighter that's coming at them while the manned aircraft can go on and do the, the job, the critical job that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is now 2017. So now they have the plane, not drones, not the drones that there's a, uh, the global Hawk was one. No, mm-hmm. they're doing this with regular fighter um, jets. Right. Take off, land, can land on carrier, do all of those things. Yeah. So you want to talk about that for a little bit? 
Yeah, yeah. We 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 could we could go back and forth because I have more of this Robocop stuff I want to talk about. But uh, yeah, uh, the, you know, remember the movie Stealth? We talked about this. Yeah, the the movie Stealth had the uh, stealth fighter jet that uh, the pilot was put in, and they, they were supposed to become um, uh, to get to know each other. You know, they were friends at first, and well, friends, you know, figuratively. Then the the robot started doing what it wanted to do. It started to learn. And it became a problem, you know. And so the, these, this is this is the same future that a lot of the um, technologists or technology uh, people that are in that field are are talking about. They're warning about AI. They're warning about, but they're still pushing towards it. Or if they're not pushing towards that, they're pushing towards men uh, merging with these machines later on. So who knows? Maybe some of these jets. And this is just me speculating. Maybe some of these jets will have half human, half whatever yeah. in the future. Or even a super you, soldier. Yeah, where you live in the jet. Yeah. You know? I know that sounds far, far-fetched, but it's, hey, they're talking about everything right now, so we might as well, you know? But, but Yeah, but everything, and what people need to understand, everything is on the board. You know, everything, there's nothing that's, that's off. And Chris says something, you, you said something earlier, that um, people might just gloss over. Everything mm will be connected. What it reminds me of is that dollar bill. You remember the dollar bill on the dollar bill. There's a web. If you look close enough on the dollar bill, there's a web. There's an owl, I think it's in the upper uh, right-hand corner that's looking, a very Mm -hmm. small owl. But behind him, there's a web. And the web is like the World Wide Web. Mm -hmm. And nothing will be able to escape from the web. Web. You know, I was, I just happened to be talking to a technician yesterday. And the technician said something to me that was rather alarming. And this is what you said. He said, the new um, refrigerators that are out now, when the person is shopping at the supermarket, they can tap into the refrigerator, take a snapshot of all the items that are in the refrigerator while they're shopping. They say, oh, we're, we're, I, we're down to X amount of eggs. Because, you know, oh, we have four eggs, so I need to buy eggs. In other words, everything is going to be smart grid technology. Everything is going to be on the grid. Your oven, your, your mm-hmm. stove, your, your microwave, your toaster oven, your TV mm-hmm. is already there. We have found TVs. There's, there's an article that I also saw the other day where Bose, these headsets, that people have, they're listening to a conversation, even your cell phone. It's all interconnected. Everything is interconnected. You want to shed some light on that, Chris? <laughs> well, here, here it is, right? You're, you're talking about stuff that's coming out right now, right? Or maybe came out two years ago, whatever, right? And uh-huh. from the, t- the, tech, the tech conference that came out, uh, I think uh, a month ago, a couple weeks ago, uh, it's called the Internet of Things. They said that if you even have appliances from like five, 10 years ago, they have microchips in them that are ready to connect to the infrastructure, to the web, to the network, to the grid. All they have to do is receive the signal. This sounds like a sci-fi movie, but that's what they're saying. Reminds me of the Batman movie. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, you you know, we're really trying to keep it very simple here. 
Because if we start talking a lot of tech jargon, people are going to be like, oh, well, you're losing me. This is happening, people. But don't be in the mindset of what does this have to do with my salvation or what does this have to do with Christianity? It has everything to do with it because we, 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 have, to, we have to know the season, the season that we're in. Is the Lord going to return soon? We should know that. We don't know the date or the hour. Yep, absolutely. But he said we should know the season. That's what uh, Jesus told the Pharisees and the Sadducees about, that they were hypocrites because they did not know the season of the coming of the Messiah. So these things are real, and these are the things we, we have to constantly keep looking into because it will become a part of your life. It's already a part of your life. We, I know... Oh, I think Rory knows uh, personally some Christians that take in the Amazon Echo into their house that continuously listens to them, but they yeah. deny it. Yes, <laughs> and, and 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 you know when you turn these things on, they're they're off. They're still listening to your conversation. They're still um, they're they're knowing your voice inflection. They know how you speak, and all of that needs to be needs to what needs to be done with it is for it to be uploaded to the to the mainframe and we know pretty much even the way your your think your thought patterns people forget about those things yeah and 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 this stuff is moving into our streets too before um when the last time i i was in um south beach miami there was the um you know the walk the crosswalk sign it spoke it was, a, it was now a they're simple, listening. They're actually listening too. Yeah, it was a simple analytical voice, but it told you when to cross. It told you when to stop. You know, it's not something that's you know it's there. It's right there. It might not be in every city right now, but it, it, it'll it's it's getting there. You know. So again, this is not far fetched stuff. Uh, let me get back to this article here about the RoboCop stuff, so so that we get get a little uh, expansion on what's going on here. It says the real-life Robocop set to serve and protect in Dubai. The droid will patrol streets from May and make up a quarter of the police force by 2030. Because remember now, people, the global initiative right now is Agenda 2030. It's a United Nations initiative, a global initiative. So by 2030... This is when we should expect to see everything, everything interconnected. And it's going to, it's going to, you're going to see it move rapidly because we're, we're right now in what, 2017, 2030 is not that far away, people. You know, this time, this time frame is going by so fast. The technology is moving so fast. Uh, what, what, what did I hear the other day? The microchip that they built last year is already obsolete. Okay. So how fast is it moving? It, it, we used to talk about it moving, um, doubling every two years. But now you see you're, right now everybody's on the 4K TV. Last year I sat there and watched 8K cameras, 8K TVs at the, um, the technology fair. And it's not all evil. It's just this is just developing very fast. Go ahead, Roy. It, it is, Chris. <clears throat> it is. And... This is what people need to take into consideration. This is what people need to understand, that 
we're not just here anymore, and you can just go go by willy nilly doing what you do or bury your head in the sand. But these things are these things are coming up on us extremely fast, and the populace they don't even understand about what's coming. One more thing about this Robocop thing, it says here, and the multilingual crime fighter robots will make up a quarter of the city's police force. You know, like I said before, but I, they didn't put the multilingual. Okay. There's a, a, a app out there called Babelfish, right? It started off as a, a little website page. Now they have an application to where it, it can um, translate 40 languages in real time. And there are other devices out there like this. So, the, the the Robocop is gonna know your hey he ain't, ain't no more no speaking no English you know <laughs> so hey this stuff is whatever language you speak it will be whatever language you speak you will be able to understand because yeah. this is what um these are some of the things so you now you're you're moved from that you're moving and you're talking about the hive mind the mind that yeah. continually collects information stores mm-hmm. it up and then they're able to communicate this back to the individual. I don't mm-hmm. remember where this conference was, but there was a conference, a man was speaking, and Chris, he said this. He said, he was talking about quantum computing and how right. computers can, can um, process the processing speed of a computer. And mm-hmm. he said, the processors of old, if you had a book in the library and you marked a page this is a book, huge library, and you marked a page on the book and you closed the book. The, old, the process of, processors of old would take some time to get to that one page that you marked in the entire library. Mm-hmm. Now, the processing speed that's out there, you would have the entire library again. And the computer or the processing speed of computers today, the new chips, and this is not in the populace yet, but they would be able to, or the computer would be able to process and find that one particular page that's written on in probably a 15th or a 20th of a second. And yeah, exactly. It's talking about going through a billion books with one process. Think about that. <laughs> It's, it's sort of like how your mind works, how your mind processes all the information since you were born, and it can retrieve information just like that, depending on who it is, if you have a, fo- a photogenic uh, memory or, you know. But regardless who you are, your, your brain still operates in that capacity where it just filters through everything. If you think about a song or something or, or a person's phone number, if your memory can recall it, it just brings it up automatically. Well, this is the same process, but with a computer or AI. So, again, and it's a lot faster. Yeah. And it's, yeah, and that, that's what, that's what people don't, people need to understand. So, in other words, so we are looking at an infrastructure that once it comes together, Nothing, no stone will be left unturned. And I remember the, the, the gentleman saying, saying this, and he said this, when you're in the room 
with this computer. It's, it's cooled, um, it has to be kept cool at zero degrees. And he says, when this computer is operating, it's, and, he, and I quote, he said, it's like standing at the feet of an alien god. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you guys might say to us, hey, you guys are crazy. But everything that we talk about always ends up going back to worship. Everything. It's either you worship God or you're worshiping the beast system. And this is what yep. we're seeing. Uh, well, you know, right. This this whole technology um, apparatus that's building worldwide, it's going in all sorts of directions. And uh, just the other day, I found a not old article, but it's, you know, a little old. And it's from, uh, I think it's from Fox. It's something from Fox News. And it said that the um, they're making these uh, these cyborg dragonflies to fight terrorism, right? So how does that work? How does that work, right? How do you how do you take what was in sci-fi and make it reality? And it, it, this is to to to, to quote unquote battle terrorism. That's not the only application for you. I'm telling you that now. I'm not going to say what I think, you know, but just know that that's not going to be the whole only application. It says battalions of insect cyborgs, stealthier than any man-made mini drone could soon hit the skies to join the fight against terrorism. Draper, along with Howard Hughes Medical Institute and Genalia Research Campus, have created cyborg dragonflies in an effort to aid intelligence and reconnaissance, known as Dragonfly Eye. It's a dumb name, but the project would all no, it's would not. Allow it's not. It's not. It's not, Chris. Dragonfly. It's the way. It's the way it's written. It's, it looks stupid. <laughs> um, it says um, the project would allow the U.S. military and intelligence service to deploy these cyborgs as micro drones capable of spying on their masters. In addition to the secretive nature of the drones, they're also expected to be more agile, lighter, and smaller. Go ahead, Ray. Man, I tell you, it ne- it just doesn't stop. We did we did a show on drones. Well, well how it's almost a year now, correct? It's close to a year or yeah, more, six or eight more than a year. We, we did we did that in 2015. Okay, <laughs> and the drones that were there, and we were talking about them coming up with swarms of drones, drones that are able to build a wall, and these drones are uh, smaller than the the drone helicopters that you that you would see, but they work in a swarm as a team. Um, yeah. This is this is old stuff, but now it's coming out with new applications. Mm-hmm. Drones, we, we, we touched on drones that were like a snake, drones that were like a bird, drones that are like a fly, that are like a fly. Think about that. That will fly, uh, fly on the wall and will land on the wall and will take pictures, and they normally move in a swarm. Not only that, not only that, the, the fly is, is, has a, a payload that can sting you and, and poison you or knock you out or whatever the, the application is for that moment. Yeah. Again, and so, it, it, it sounds, sounds far-fetched, but it's, it's very true. 
Yeah, it says here that many programs building tiny drones are inspired by studying of insects and often try to mimic insects and replicate how they move. Dragonflies use four independently controlled wings to fly, something rather unusual in nature. This is a very attractive feature for military purposes. Four wings provide key capabilities. So it says hovering to listen in in on a conversation, rapid direction changes, to follow a suspect terrorist, terrorist, um, darting to avoid detection, and even the ability to fly in reverse to go back and um, zero in on a license plate. These are great advantages that the Dragonfly method um, uh, to fight, uh, sorry, the flight can provide. So, you know, I'm not going to go into too much more about the the drone Dragonfly, but the this, these are not the only things that are they're making out there. They got sharks. They got all sorts of stuff. <laughs> um, but they look realistic. So you, you think you're gonna see the um, the, the thing in uh, oh that's a metal you know metal bug or whatever. You're not you're not gonna know the difference. Go ahead. Okay. So yes. So these are some of the things that we talked about, and um, they're coming up on us fast. Things are, are changing rapidly. Um, go ahead um, with your next point. I, I know you want to oh, well, There's some things you wanted to cover. Okay, well, the, going back to how we, where we started um, with the, the massive cities and stuff, well, one of the places that this is being developed is India, where they were building one of the first mega cities, and it's going along with all this green agenda and global warming, blah, blah, right? Well, one of the, the reasons why you're going to see these things come about is a, basically a global income, a global income that's everyone, everyone makes the same income, a universal income. And I first heard about this talk for America, but then an article came out from the independent.co.uk, um, and it said EU universal income must be seriously considered as the rise of robotic robots threatens mass unemployment, says ME um, MEPS. Um, so there you have, the, the, they're starting to talk about this. He says, um, MEP have warned European countries um, must seriously consider this. And um, he says, a draft report tabled by a socialist MEP, Mandy Devu, I don't know how to pronounce this girl's last name, but warns preparations must be made for what is described as technological revolution currently taking place, including provisions for the possible effects on the labor market and robotics. The report, which passed by 17 votes to two, (laughs) will be put in front of the entire European Parliament in February, urges members states to to consider general basic income and preparation for robots taking over people's jobs. I'll stop right there. It has to right. be looked at, Chris. We, it has mm-hmm. to be looked at. We can't, mm-hmm. in order for those things to be achieved, if you go back and look at the Georgia Guidestones, these things have to be looked at because if if you don't, you're going to have massive unrest. Yeah. Yeah. This article is from January 2017. So, uh, <laughs> again, it's not like, yesterday or something they've been talking about this for a while now and what 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 you'll see coming um in the near future is rights for the robots rights for uh any anything that is even um what they would say sentient or 
um, self-aware. Okay, so if a robot controlled by AI is self-aware, then it's it's like it's uh, they'll treat it like it's a human. And there are TV shows out there like this. You got Terminator. You have humans. You have Marvel's Agents of Shield, and a whole a whole slew of TV shows and movies uh, that show this example. And they they have these things, these documents where people will start to vote on the rights for the robots, the rights for the AI, the rights for the cyborg, whatever you know. Even though cyborgs are uh, more flesh mixed with um, metal, there there are going to be these things. Who has rights? Can 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 you go just go up and beat up a robot cop without facing consequences? Uh, these things are being talked about today. Man, I tell you, it's it's um, what you're saying is that these laws are going to come in place very soon, and how they're going about doing this is. They're introducing it to us in the movies. Transformers, you know, you mm-hmm. can't just, you know, all these, all these different movies um, that are coming out. People are more in tune or they're ready now for the first time to accept a robot, you know. And this has been, this, these seeds have been planted for years. But now it's coming to fruition. In Japan, they have created robots. They say robots are for elderly people. It's there. It's these systems are in place on a trial level, so it's coming. In the military, they're using robots to carry heavy payload. Robots that look like uh, a cow. They can traverse hard, um, very high and hard terrain, carrying a lot of equipment. So what you're saying is true. It's there. Yeah, it can't be. It can't be denied, but. I, but because people don't see it necessarily in their population, they kind of ignore that this stuff is going on, or they just they're just uh, ignorant of it. Um, but again, we talked about this in 2015. Uh, a lot of this stuff has been in white, white papers from corporations and um, news articles since way back, early 2000s. So the development of all this is, have been moving fast again, as we said before. So don't, don't we expect it to converge at some time with everything? You know, you, you can't go down the street anymore without your phone knowing where you are. You can't exactly. go online and watch a movie without somebody collecting your data whether it's Amazon or Netflix or Voodoo or Hulu or whoever, they, they, they know what you like to watch, what you like to not watch and what, what your, what your likes are, what your dislikes are. And, you know, everybody's patterns are being learned. Exactly. All your patterns, everyone's patterns. Yeah. So, so you bought this book from Amazon. Amazon knows exactly what you like to do or what, exactly what your belief system is. Even if you were just researching, <laughs> they know and all they of this. Suggestions. They give you suggestions. Yeah, yeah, yeah you exactly. Know, many a times, many a times, um, I might even, uh, Chris, I might have been um, talking about something, or I might even say something in conversation. And when I go back on one of these popular sites and I open my phone, that suggestion comes up. 
So my question is, is that a coincidence? Or there's somebody listening? That has happened there's, on more than one occasion. There's so many techniques for them to gather information from cookies, from websites, to listening, to watching, to, um, you know, your, your, your internet patterns through um, the search engines. There's so many different ways. So many different ways. Um, so, even down to even down to the way you type. Yeah, yeah. And and the, the the thing is, everybody out there, is that it's not all all connected yet, yet. But when you see this one world government, economic and religious system comes to fruition, uh, there will be no doubt that it will be connected. No doubt. Because remember what they said at this conference. Fridges, washing machines, whatever you bought over the last five, ten years, or maybe more than that, from the 80s, I think, it's already ready to go online. It doesn't have to be called a smart fridge, a smart toaster. You know, it, if it has a microchip in it, it's ready to go online. So that, that's some of the information that I found out this week. And um, just just pay attention. And it's not for you to be scared of the uh, technology or the future if you're saved anyway. If, you, if you're not saved, you should be scared. It's just to, for you to be aware that this world is changing in many different ways. Uh, tech is tech is a thing we could sit here and talk about for like a good week or two, and still doesn't, we still won't cover everything. The world is changing in the atmosphere too, and in our cultures. Who? who why are witches? Praying against Donald Trump, but but you know what? I'm not going to get into that until Ross comes on. <laughs> you know, so so Rory, any more tech news you have there? I, I have one more. No, uh, not, not necessarily ahead. tech, but we we talked about this last year also. But the Strong Cities Network is is another thing that goes along with all these mega cities and the U, United Nations, uh, the tech, the global infrastructure. It's basically a global police force. That's a simple. That's a simple way to put it. But they're going to mask it in, uh, you know, environmental stuff and keeping you safe and all this other thing. But you know, if you if you don't go along with the system, you'll have consequences. And I'm not trying to scare or it's not conspiracy theory or whatever. Go look at the the videos of the actual. Uh, UN meetings and see what they're saying. Go look. Don't follow me. Go look and, and, and see for yourself. And again, I know we didn't state this in the beginning of the show, but share this information. Share the videos on YouTube. Share this radio show. Tell people to listen because, um, you know, one thing we like to do on the show is we like to bring you this information and share the Bible, share what the Word of God says. And and for you to know that, or even the people that you know that are unsafe, to know that Christ is coming back soon. There's, 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 you look at any other era in, in history other than the days of Noah, where it was like this. Name one. You can't. And we don't we don't fully know about the days of Noah except for what the Bible tells us, um, or maybe maybe some extra-biblical you know, books say. But that's all we know. So and, it was crazy times. Chris, 
Yeah. yeah. And well, you know, we're talking about evil or yeah, evil that was taking on in Noah's time. Everybody was doing what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're, we're coming back to that, that time now where we see people just doing whatever comes to mind. You know, um, there are a lot of different things that are going on. A lot of different things. You know, um, mm-hmm. one thing was, uh, well, I, I, you go ahead and say the last point, and then we move on. Oh, no. I just had something in my mind. I was going to look up an article that I found a while back about real-life Hunger Games. Um, they don't necessarily call them the Hunger Games. But uh, in Russia, someone is put it, putting together something where people can actually hunt other people. So, wait a minute. This is what we've seen in many sci-fi movies, low-budget sci-fi movies, high-budget. What? It's coming down to this, where you basically have the Roman Colosseum, but it's in a forest or a mountain or wherever, you know? And the rules are that you can kill. So I was trying to look up that article. Go ahead, Roy. Well, I'm just saying that we see a lot of different things that are coming on on stream. Bible talks about it. Knowledge has increased. That's number one. Men are seeking to do evil like they've never done before. Yeah. Three. Yes, yeah. we, we. You know, it talks about um, war, wars, and rumors. North Korea is is, is um, trying out different missiles. It's the first two that's 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 by itself is something. But the other thing that happened is. I think he got ready to launch two rockets, and they both exploded on the, on the um, right before liftoff or after, right after liftoff. And no one is willing to say what happened. You know, mm-hmm. it was a fluke. You know, some people are saying it's some type of secret weaponry that weaponry weaponry that was used. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there are a lot of different things that are happening, people. Like Chris said. Bible says the only two that we'll have as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be before coming of the son of man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I found the article too. I found three articles so that people don't think that I'm nuts here. Okay. One is from the New York post, which I don't even read their paper. Then another one is from the Siberian times. And the next one is from BBC. And I'm gonna read you each headline. It says, a real-life Hunger Games is coming to Russia. That's the New York Post. Real Hunger Games gear up for TV launch from bear-infested island in Siberia. That's the Siberian Times. Then it says, Russia does the Hunger Games for real in Siberia with no guns, but no guns are allowed. And that is from the BBC. So it says, um, contestants will have to survive on their own for nine months in Siberia. Producers say that anything goes, including rape, murder, although they warn people taking part that they'll still sub- they're still subject to the rules or law and can be arrested at any time. And it says, it's a quote here. It says, you must understand that the police will come and take you away. We are on the territory of Russia and obey the laws of Russian 
Federation of the Russian Federation. And it says um the but, 20, but anything uh, goes. But anything goes. Yeah, it's a setup. <laughs> um the twenty male and female participants participants taking part in game two winter can carry knives but aren't allowed guns. The contestants will have to survive um from first of July two thousand seventeen until first of April two thousand eighteen and, and temperatures which can fall to 40 degrees Celsius or 40 degrees Fahrenheit. The men and women on the show have been given special survival training by former GRU Spetsnaz operatives who used to work on the Russian military intelligence service. Anyone who wants to take part has to be over 18 and sane, <laughs> really. You'll also have to pay 10 million rubles or 130,000 euros or be voted in by viewers, organizers, and local entrepreneur Yev, Yevgeny Yakovsky says all participants will have to sign a release of liability in case they're injured or die. <laughs> in the frequently asked questions section on Facebook, it says the rules of the game could include fights, alcohol, murder, rape, smoking, anything at all, but contestants must obey the law. Of the Russian Federation, <laughs> these nuts, man. This, you see, yeah, this back is to this the is the, days. yeah. This is the predictive programming I'm always talking about with these movies. They show yep. some sort of future that man is is imagining in their mind, and then, or got from a spirit somewhere, and then now they're going to try to implement this sort of thing. Now, remember in the Hunger Games, going back to where we started in this conversation, in the Hunger Games, they had these mega cities. They had these 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 um, zones where they would take the kids and sacrifice them to keep peace. Don't forget that in the Roman Colosseums, they would sacrifice Christians, the gladiators, to keep peace to um, get the populace to forget what's going on while, while the, 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 the entire nation was going to hell with debauchery and everything else. It's just a repeat, and it's starting off in Russia. I'm not, I don't know if it's going to go worldwide. I don't know. But that's one. You know that when man sees one thing, they love to copy it. That's all I'm saying. Go ahead, Rory. Absolutely, absolutely. It's it's um, words don't even describe, Chris. Mm. Words do not even describe, because we're seeing mm. the heart of men. We're seeing how wicked the heart of men are, and you know how many people will be lining up mm. just to go and do that. It's like. Yeah. Um, you know, it's 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 on my, like most people are saying now it's on my bucket list. You know, right? <laughs> people they just they're living they're trying to live from these self-absorbed people are just totally self-absorbed. And yeah, totally. We see that we we see that with the selfies that are taken, and I'm not going off I'm not going off on a tangent, but all the spotlight. The spotlight has to be on me. You know, the spotlight has to be 
on what I'm doing, who I am, what I've achieved, what I've accomplished. Me, 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 I, I, I. And this is what we're seeing today. That's Satan. Exactly. That's Satan. Yeah, is, exactly. I will like, ascend. I will do this. I will do that. Satan. It goes back to pride. You know, iniquity was found in Satan first. But for people to actually do this, this, this Hunger Games type, uh, you know, adventure, just imagine now people die, right? And then later on you see, well, look, you don't have to really die. Let's do it virtual. Let's get, let's get it done in virtual reality. It'll be like a video game. But in reality, you know, you're probably controlling a, a robot or something else, and then you, you start running after live people. How about that? If I could think but, it, they can too. <laughs> but the, 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 the point that Jesus Christ made, once it's done in the heart, it's mm-hmm. done. Yeah. In other words, you know, a lot of us commit murder in our hearts. And this is what he looked at when he was talking to the Pharisees and Sadducees. You see, you, yeah, you can use a robot to replace it, but you're still doing the deed in your heart. And that's what most people right. don't, they seem to forget. God is not looking at necessarily, God is, is not looking at the outward appearance. He's looking at the heart. Yeah, yeah. This is a serious development, but our guest has called in, Roy. So everybody, we have our guest on tonight. His name is Ross Powell from Survival 401k. He's going to bring some insight into some of the things we've been talking about in Bitcoin and some of the geopolitical issues, and we're just going to go back and forth and have a good time. So, Ross, how are you doing? Do it, guys. Grace, how are you guys this evening? Doing great. Thanks, thanks for having me on. I was just listening a little bit. I, I uh, You guys are right on track with what... With, uh, with your premise about it, what goes on in your heart or goes on in your head is what your, what your God sees you doing. So you can't hide anything from God. So you're right on with that. You think you make, oh, yeah. you're getting away with, but you're not. Yeah. Yeah. Rory. Um, I know you had some questions um, for the beginning portion of this interview. Yes. Sure. How are you doing, Russ? How is everything doing going? Very well. Better than I deserve, with- right? Better than I deserve. <laughs> It was great um, seeing you at the conference, and, uh, you know, um, we talked for a little bit. I just want for you to tell the audience uh, a little bit about yourself. Well, how you came to know Jesus Christ, or, sorry, what did you do in your former life before you became a Christian? Well, I became a Christian when I was 13, so I was a child. Uh, Okay. I was a rowdy kid like everybody else, but had my different seasons of my faith, and when I was in college, I wasn't exactly pure, but exactly wasn't exactly you know rambunctious. But I was I graduated from the University of Texas in the 80s, and I joined the military as an officer in the United States Navy, and went overseas and tangled with the Russians and the and the Iranians back in the 80s, and fought for Reagan, which was a great thing compared to, to these these days. And uh, and so it, I became I was pretty much a lifelong Christian. Uh, and then I try to take that into our into my life, but also in the business, and that's where I'm in Survival 401k because God put on my heart to help uh, the remnant. I call it the remnant, his, his believers, his end time believers, to get their money at what I call the matrix, which is Wall Street and, and, and worldly asset classes, and put them into kingdom assets where you can actually be more Abrahamic things that Abraham and King Solomon and others that invested in that became made them the wealthiest people in the world. So <clears throat> long lasting type of things. 
which we can talk about, but also we help people walk through, walk out of the matrix and into the light and, and, and take that red pill because it's very difficult and you'll get marginalized. You'll be, and I think Christian and I were talking about the marginalization this, this afternoon mm-hmm. uh, about if you don't walk the walk the walk and walk the digital talk, you're going to be marginalized and it's going to be more and more. And especially if you're a young person, if you're not on what I pardon my friends, but you're not on Snapcrap or Snapchat, or whatever you want, and <laughs> Instagram and Facebook and all that kind of stuff, you know, it's you're marginalized and you're not you're not one of the in crowd, and so you're going to be bullied and things of that nature. So it's more difficult for the young people than for someone old coot like me. So you know, I don't I really don't care, and I don't have Facebook, and I don't have cable, and I turn off the TV, and I watch maybe an hour an hour of TV a week. I don't watch mainstream media. I don't watch the news on TV, especially the new, which is now, what used to be Fox News, but now we would call it faux news, and MSNBC, mm-hmm. and CBS, and all of that stuff that's just what I would call tripe, that they're just pushing down our throats, and yeah. just turn that TV off, and what I'm trying to get people to understand is they need to join Facebook, T-H-A-I-T-H book, not not Facebook, and, and Facebook is not a not a, it's not a website. It's your relationship with God and your community of believers. Because without that community of believers, you're not going to survive what's coming. Because you can't, no man or no woman is an island. And no matter how strong your faith is, God and Jesus always talked about community. So that's something we have to build and, and get, a, and I, you guys are really into the digital piece, and I am too. That's making us more and more isolated. And you're finding people that just can't seem to cope and don't have coping mechanisms because they don't interact with people. They have they get yeah. triggered or they the term snowflakes and all this other kind of stuff where people just don't have any coping mechanisms because they don't interact with anybody face to face. Somebody says something to them and they don't know how to react to it because they yeah. they've been either sheltered or helicopter parents or whatever. So people need to get a, a thicker skin because what's coming and you and I Chris talked talked about it this afternoon. What's coming the ability to improvise and overcome like the Marines say are going to be key points to our or to our survival long term. Exactly. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yes, Rory. That was a long answer to your short question. Sorry about well, that. No, no, no. Well, no, no, no. So yes, that that that's fine. So um, tell us a little bit more about your uh, survival four hundred one k. What sure. Sure. This became a genesis about fourteen, about twenty fourteen, I guess. And I was leaving a company, and I had and I had left a company that had uh, tens of th- a few thousand dollars in a and a leftover IRA, not IRA, but a 401k, and some others, you know, that from old employers here or there. And I was like, well, that doesn't do me any good individually, but in the collective, it's a lot of money. So I found, wait, how am I going to use that money? And I don't want to be in the Wall Street. I've been awake by that point, recognizing that things are what they seem. It's uh, It really is the matrix at a certain level. And I had been listening to, uh, to Doug and Joe Hagman since 2006 or seven. So and so that kept my eyes open. So by 2014, I was fully prepped and, and getting to this, and so I, and I was a vice president of a very large bank, and I was getting tired of the corruption and the constant fines and things like that they received. <clears throat> and so I said, there's got to be a better way, and I found this product, a solo 401k, and I, I did it myself, so I eat my own soup. So I, I had this thing, and I pooled my money, and I was able to buy a retreat property and outfit it and, and things like that with my retirement funds. I said, well, this is totally cool that I can buy metals and I can hold it myself and I can buy real estate or rental properties, all these different things that you can do that are outside of the matrix. And it's not subject to whims of war and all these, these are time tested types of investments. And so these type of things 
I said, well, this is good for not just me, but everybody I can talk to, especially believers and people that are in the prepping world. So I started this company called Survival 401k. I was really surprised the domain was actually available. So I started this company and was doing it on the side. It finally got to be so busy uh, and working with Steve Quayle and the Hagmans. It got to be so busy. I had to leave my day job as a vice president that was paying very well and started this company and God has truly blessed it. So it's allowed I don't know, several, three, four hundred people have set their money free out of the matrix so far, and it, and it gains more and more every month. So you are able to get your money out of Wall Street, put it into godly or kingdom assets, I call it, and you don't have to lay awake at night worrying about whether the market goes up or down or up or down, or whether there's something happens in China or something happens in Russia or there's a crisis in Washington or another Trump scandal or some riot in some city that makes the market tank. You have you can sleep well at night because you know that your assets are safe and have stood the test of time. So that that's and a lot of people have gained a lot of a lot of rest over that and peace in their hearts. And at the same time, we offer many times just helping people talk them out of the tree because they listen to so many shows. And I'm not saying you shouldn't listen to shows because you get your information from there. But at, at a certain point, God tells you what your direction should be, and He tells you gives you a plan. You need to execute, and we tell help people execute their plans. Many times I say, don't listen, because we have our own radio show as well. I'll get a, a selfish plug to Remnant Radio Network here. But at, at the same time, to turn, I tell them to even turn my show off or turn anybody's show off and execute the plan that God has given you. Because yes, you get paralyzed, right? You just analyze and get so much stuff that, that the, your spirit gets quenched. And it's like you, you're not letting God talk to you. You're letting the radio talk to you. You need to get out there and execute what he's given you. So that's many times, it's just a lot of times it's just pastoral counseling at a certain level, telling people, here's what you need to do. And you just wouldn't believe some of the stories that I hear that poor people that are just not necessarily monetary, but they're just been shafted in their life. And they just can't believe, I can't, how do you overcome that? How do you get out of, how do you drag yourself out of bed every day? And they say, it's my faith in Jesus Christ, knowing that tomorrow will be a better day. And so you hear some really great stories of people overcoming great hardships and it crosses all all races, all genders, all that. I mean, peoples they're all one family. They're all part of the same body. And so you, you hear people's stories, and it's like, wow, you can see God at work. And you, I say, boy, that's a God thing on a regular, almost every day. So it's just phenomenal how God works in people's lives once you – and you build a community of people at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree um, with what you're saying about <clears throat> even – and I will even say it, hey <clears> – <throat> Don't sit there and listen to our show. Our show doesn't replace God's word. God's word is it's higher than anything else. It's paramount. It's the most important thing. You know, you know, learning God's word, hiding his word in your heart that you will not sin against the Lord because, you know, in his word he says heaven and earth will pass away. It, it's going to pass away. The only thing that will stand with eternity, eternity is what you have done while you were on this earth. Um, so, valid point. Um, tell us about you were in the military, and you also, um, from what we spoke about, you also helped with some uh, giving out Bibles or something to that effect? Uh, potentially, yeah, ab- absolutely. So we've, we've given out Bibles, and we also provide, we also do, we recommend people have Bibles at their homes to hand out to people. Also, the big thing that we're, we're talking to a lot of people about is think about setting up a home church and having a community of people because there's so many people that sit and watch TV and watch church on TV. Yes. It's like if you have neighbors and friends that do that, why don't you build a small Bible study or call it a, I call it a home church 
because the time the time is coming where the Christianity is going to be pushed underground again. Mm-hmm. And you, you yeah. may people who then say, oh, no, that could never happen. Look around. See how mm-hmm. people are being, Christians are being mocked. I mean, the most recent thing, and we talk about bringing technology into this, I believe it's Far Cry 5. I don't know if you've seen this story, but Far Cry 5 has the, 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 the bad guys in this are, are right-wing Christian extremists. So they're actually having Christians are the ones who are the bad guys, and that's the people you're you're supposed to take out. And on the front of the cover, it's got a bunch of redneck boys all around the table, but it makes it look like the guy in the center who's the is the leader is like Jesus at the Last Supper. So wow. there's the mocking is coming, and, and they're channeling it on the young people. I mean, I know there's older people in the 30s and 40s that do video games, obviously, but but they're focusing on the young people that are that are already stretched to the to the max and leaving the church and not being part of the church and leaving the faith. So yeah. they're just, again, just Satan is just pounding on the young people. So if you destroy yeah. this next generation of faith, well, all of us, or all of us believers are eventually going to die off. So what do you have left is a majority. So the, the, the minority of the Christianity in this country, and you've seen the persecution overseas, is getting, to, is, is getting tighter and tighter and tighter. Eventually, we're going to have to be underground or we're going to be marginalized, or they'll take away the... I mean, how many people, you think about this, how many churches would stand in all these big buildings and these big bastions of churches if suddenly the government took away your 501c3 deduction mm-hmm. on taxes? Would you give that 12000 Would you give your 10% tithe if you couldn't write it up on your taxes? That's a question mm-hmm. that people need to ask in their heart. Would you give to the church at the same level if you could not write that money off? Because right. that's coming. Yeah, I'm glad you, you mentioned that. Hero, people's hero Trump, and we know that he stayed off, off Hillary, but you just don't know where he's going to land. He's not, he's not a, 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 I know he went to the Western Wall. He's done some really great things lately, so I'm not bashing Trump. But he's under pressure to do a lot of different things, so he's, he's pragmatic. He's, he's, he's not an ideologue. He's, he's, he's pretty much just get the deal done, let's move ahead, whatever's best, get the deal done, he'll do, right? And that's nothing against him. It's just that recognize that some of those things that, we, that are pretty much have always been, always been codified in law and we've always leaned, leaned on them, including the, the mortgage deduction or things like those could all go away, including your deduction for your charitable donations, specifically churches. They could leave secular ones open in churches and synagogues and things like that could be slammed shut. My guess is it'll probably be Christian churches, not synagogues and mosques. Guess it'll be churches, the Christian churches on that. But again, that supposition on my part, I don't have any intel that said that's what they're going to do. It just is just a gut feeling that that's coming and we should plan for it. And you should plan for that in your tithing in the future that if, if that's going to be an issue, then, you need to start thinking about that now. Well, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up those two points. You know, you know, I'm thinking about the underground aspect because I've been saying that for a good couple of years now that that's what's going to have to happen because of all the things that's rising against the church. Uh, well, let me right. say the true body of Christ because the um, right. the, the ones that are, yeah, the, the, the ones Right. The wish-washy ones, they're, they're, they're going to be left alone to kumbaya with everybody, everyone else until, you know, right. the one real religion is secure. Right. Exactly. And we have a pope that, no offense against Catholics that are listening to this, but the pope is not exactly your friend, not a friend of Christianity. He's ready to merge it with, with, with the Islam and things like that. So under the, under the heading of, you know, working together and one God and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I, he's going to sorely find out that that's not how it works. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of scary. What's, you wake up every morning, and I, I wake up every morning, number one, flick my lights on to make sure that we didn't get popped with an EMP from North Korea. Number two, mm-hmm. 
to my toilet's flush. And number three, you know, is what's what's happening in the world? What what's what's the latest travesty or the latest thing that's gonna that erodes our rights? Number one, in in our faith. Number two, because that that's there's so many things going on day by day by day. You turn on you turn on the inter- you I get on my news sources and my my feeds for that I use for our show and other stuff. And you, you you just kind of bowled over, like, did that just really happen? You know, you exactly. look up and then the phone rings and people tell you stories and you hear about this. And, you know, it's, yeah. it's, you just like, I would have never thought this two years ago, less one year ago. It just seems like it's, it's, time seems to be compressing and people's values seem to be going down quicker and quicker. Yes. And just like, it's like somebody flushed the toilet and we're right at the bottom of the chute, right? Yeah. Where, where do you, well, where do you where do you go with this? I mean, it's it's again that's where the faith comes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, you know, and just to, uh, sorry, ahead, just to touch ahead, on ahead, one ahead. one little subject about entertainment is you know me and Roy have been you know kind of um, looking over this stuff, and I think I I've watched more programs than Roy just to do a lot of this research to find out what's going on, and the level right. of filth, the level of filth that's coming out is enormous. The nudity, the pornography, the oh my goodness, and and the the the, the um how you call it, the ultra violence. I've I've watched one show. It's called American Gods, and it's it's about bringing the old gods, putting up with the putting putting them against the new gods, and doing whatever, right? And this one scene in the first episode was nothing but a pornographic experience about this guy worshiping this this female scarlet idol and i was like what am i watching i I couldn't i said i'm not going to watch any more of this show even for research because it was that bad right right you know what what put in your eyes i mean i'm looking at a story on drudge where hbo's got some show that it's got a it has a 200 person 200 person orgy going on (laughs) on a cruise ship with 200 naked actors we talked about that that this evening Oh, did you? Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm, I'm oh, late. Yeah. To, I'm no, late no, to no, 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 no. We just talked no. about it um, privately, you know, together. You know. Oh, okay. But, but you're, right. but you're right. You're, you're absolutely right. And and Chris too. Um, you said something before. You said the things that are coming at us. You said it's like time is being compressed. And right. I agree, I have to agree with you. If if we had a hundred alarm bells today we'll be ringing 200, in other words. There's so right. many things that we are being bombarded with on a daily basis that, you, you, know, you know, if you are a watchman or a person who follows Christ, and when you look down and you read your, the Bible, read the Word, and you look up and you, you say, oh, my goodness, I can't believe that. Did that just happen? You, you know, right. sometimes you have to literally pinch yourself to see the depravity that's going on to see some of the things that are on the news, you'd be shocked. Right. Mm-hmm. Just some of the stories I hear. I mean, I, I have come get a lot of this, man. I have customers. I'm not going to call them by name, but I have several customers who are in their seventies whose spouse, and this is both male and female have left them for infidelity, have gotten divorced after 50 years of marriage due to infidelity in their, in their seventies. Wow. Now, can you imagine, would that ever happen before? No. I mean, you have the onset of these male enhancement drugs, I think, have something to do with it. But other people just think, well, I, it's all about me, right? It's all about me. Yeah. I want to get my own. I've been, I've been, I've sacrificed too long, 50 years. Yes. I was like, really? You waited 50 years to, to shaft this, your, your spouse? 
It's just, yeah. It just makes absolutely no sense to me. But people are lovers of themselves. And the Bible talked about the end. Jesus said at the end, men will be lovers of themselves. Some people mm-hmm. consider that to be homosexuality, but I think it's also narcissism. And, and that the mm-hmm. fact that it's all about me. I mean, people don't help each other. I mean, in New York City, there's somebody lying on the ground dying. People step over them and keep on moving. Absolutely. It's like it's not just New York City. I'm going to just call them out. But I mean, it's all over the country. People just don't care about their fellow man. And I personally think that for, for social media is, is a satanic thing to, in its own way because it makes you isolated. Oh. It d- defeats community. It increases gossip. And think about the late, the last election, how, how splintered we were across political lines. And right. yeah. people, would say, people say things on Facebook and on Snapchat and all the other stuff. They, they never, say, never say to a person to their face, ever. No, they wouldn't. Absolutely. You know they what? Wouldn't. People have lost their marriages. They've lost their... They've lost their uh, friends, family over, number one, the election, but number two, over social media. There's more divorces over social media now. And, and virtual, I think you talked about virtual earlier, virtual uh, people having affairs virtually and then carrying it out. They meet online mm-hmm. to do some things and they hide it from their spouse. And then one thing leads to another and suddenly they act upon it. But to your yeah. point, Chris, it was already in their head. What they did yeah. in their head and their heart is already done. So that infidelity had already happened. The fact that the physical pleasure hadn't happened yet just manifested because that's what they wanted to begin with. So whatever you think about, you're going to ultimately create. That's Absolutely. biblical. I mean, what you sow is what you reap. If you think nothing about about those kind of things, you're going to make it happen some way or another. And, and it's, yeah. Absolutely. And, and you, you tell them you know, that, you get marginalized. Right. Yeah. And this is why yeah. the Word, God's Word, you know, as Christians, you know, Jesus, when he was here, he says, you know, we have to continually renew our minds. And how do you renew your mind? With the word of God. That's one. Two, he says, listen, guys, don't, you know, he said, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Don't look out to see what's going on, but look within where um, Jesus Christ is, would reside in your heart. I was reading the other the other night, and we, we shared uh, shared with Chris. It was Second Corinthians eleven, and you know there the, the the apostle is saying, "Hey, guys, if anyone comes to you that preaches another Jesus, one preaches another gospel, two, or preaches another spirit, let them be accursed." You you say, well, "Why are you saying that, Rory?" Well, I'm saying that because these are some of the things that are going on. People are now saying, hey, it's my time, like you said, Ross. It's my time. Right. I've given so much. I, you know, come on. You, you know, you're entitled. You, you shouldn't have to stay here and do this. You're entitled. What, you're, you're 70 years old, or you're this, or you're that. Go. Just be yourself. And people right. are absorbed with themselves. And, you know, um, I went somewhere the other day, Ross, and it was a group of young ladies, one college age, beautiful girls. And we are interacting at a party. It was actually at a family function. Interacting. And the girls were interacting with their phones. Taking pictures of themselves. And I sat there and I said, wow, this is alarming. This is alarming to me that you're in a group of individuals, adults. You should be interacting with each other. But instead, you're with a phone taking pictures of yourself and putting it on Snapchat or Snap Garbage, whatever you want to call it. I, right. It's, 
it's sad, and and, and we have lost it. Right. Well, everything is everything is about the me, 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 me. I mean, it's so it, you're so dead on with them. The stuff is, and I have I have three children at home. I have three older children, and I have three children at home. I have a, a blended family, and my children. We have dinner together every night. We pray together every night, and we to talk through our days and things like that. We have their friends over for dinner, and they're like, "What are you guys doing?" I said, what do you mean? We have dinner every night like this, and we say a grace, and they look at you like we have two heads. And I said, well, what do you guys do? I just grab my meal out of the pot and take it on my plate and go to my room and play video games. I was yeah. like, really? And, and you'd be amazed the number of the number of people that do that where they don't even have – they don't sit there with their children, have dinner, talk through their day, much less say grace over it and thank God for their blessings. But they, they, they just let the media take over for them, and they're, so their school has them all day. They maybe have 10 minutes, say, hey, how are you doing? Good to see you check you later and they go upstairs and do their and they have more media and more electronics that's just the opposite so you know that those kind of things is what's driving what what i would say our 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 culture into the into the abyss because people that number one don't interact as families and they're destroying their families but number two they don't know their neighbors i mean you go to church you go in and go out or people are watching church on tv and if that's all you have that's cool i'm glad you're doing that but if you have the ability to go to church and choose not to you'd rather watch on tv because you'd rather do whatever, I, I would recommend that you get out and be with fellow believers. Because you can hear the preacher, but standing there talking with other believers and making friends and include, and making your circle of friends being more of, of, God, of God's people versus just the secular world, it's, it's, uh, it's an amazing difference in your life. Again, that's yeah. in my humble opinion, of course. Oh, yeah, I agree. And um, you know, to, to add on to the technical aspect of the social media craziness people don't realize that there's a technology out there called heat mapping and it shows oh, yeah. trends it shows the atmosphere of any country any small um community how they're going to react to certain things and guess what facebook is one of the biggest ones because it has a billion plus people on it and so they right. you know these people already knew trump was going to win they can see it on the heat map. Come on. When we when when um the election happened and we saw some of the states turn around, we was like, okay, okay, it looks good. And then Florida turned blood red. We we're like, oh, he got it. <laughs> and that's just a right. map on the television. So imagine the technology with the heat mapping, what they actually are able to see in real time. Well, Chris, right. I, I agree I agree with what you're saying, but I think one of the things that was being done during the election, I think the spin doctors were, were, were spinning. And, right. you know, I, I, I would also say that, you know, I have to agree with you on one side and then I'm going to say something else. On one side, I would say this is 2016 or it was 2016. We have more research. We are able to go to Iraq and find a man in a hole six feet down and maybe four or five feet wide with a table and a bed in there. And we couldn't predict an election. Seriously. Right. Okay. Right. That, you that's can read one. the printing off a golf ball from you know, 200 miles up. Right. I mean, they, exactly. can read the, they can read the ball spot on back to Trump's head, you know, so you, <laughs> you, 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 you can't, you can't get away from it. And it, it, the thing that's even more is scary is the messaging that they do that they'll see those, they'll take those heat maps and the data and then they'll craft messages to try to to change that, and then they'll fix yes. the polls that they had that was all spin. 
that were yeah. oversampled, and everybody said everything's oversampled for Hillary, and then everybody, suddenly everybody's surprised, oh, how did Donald Trump win? Well, exactly. because, number one, you couldn't do the voter fraud as much as you wanted to, and two, your polls were flawed because you're thinking people, well, Hillary's going to win anyway, so I'm not going to go vote. What it did was it suppressed her own base, not the Trump base. Yeah. That just got them all fired up, which you know, yeah. if he keeps them going forward or not. Yeah. So it's <laughs> – but I mean, the technology is, is crazy, and so you, you have all of this interconnectivity that people say, well, I have, I have a thousand friends. Well, how many do you how many have you had coffee with lately or had a beer with you? <laughs> real or friends. All of real friends that you actually face Facebook, meaning FaceTime, not the app on your iPhone, but actually FaceTime in a, in a public place, maybe one or two. And then people use Facebook to over, overinflate their lives, which causes depression with other people. You know, mm-hmm. so people say, look at me, look at me, but all of it is sophistry, and none of it's real. So you don't really know what's real and what's not. And and so you take that whole inter- interconnectivity, and people are looking, and we're going to talk about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. I think that's the next level, and then you have AI, and now they're having machines are able to beat masters in certain games. I saw with this a machine, an AI machine beat a Chinese master in this old an ancient game called Go. So mm-hmm. there it's computers and these robots are robots are learning and it makes me think well it was the, the move the whole terminator series that's been around since the late 80s and early 90s was that all just pre-programming for us to accept all of that i mean you have to yeah. think that tv is just driven to pre-program you to accept it because we know it's definitely accept helps certain certain social issues to move people to to, to believe a certain way on whether it's yeah. homosexual rights or trans transgender rights or all that they use TV and media to, number one, desensitize you, but also to make you feel marginalized if you don't think a certain way. Right? And yeah. look at those standardized testing. I mean, look at our education system. And I know I'm ranting here, and I'm sorry, but oh, no, look no, at, no, no. If, you, if you make people force them through a chute to do standardized testing, and all they learn is how to answer the correct, do the correct answer, you're building robots so that they will do what they're told long term. Right? You're not creating, okay, exactly. you're not creating critical thinking and people that learn differently or they have cultural differences, they may not be able to understand that test and don't take the test the same way. Or you may have dyslexia or you may have certain issues that you're just not a great test taker, but you're a great thinker. They don't teach the, the, the critical thinking skills any longer. You're just told, here's the answer, learn it, march on. And what does that create? Yeah. A whole a, 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 a flaccid whole population who doesn't really do anything other than what they're told. And they listen to the garbage on TV. And people wonder why they become so shallow. Right. You know, they're, not, exactly. they're not able to interact. They're not able to interact, or you cannot have a, a, a conversation, a deep, moving conversation. And I, I got to say something else, guys. And I went to a graduation before I came on, high school graduation, uh, and the salutatorian, <laughs> salutatorian, no, it was a Christian school. Okay. The salutatorian got up to speak. And for her speech, when I heard the speech, I'm like, seriously, after 12 years that you've had to plan this, this is what you, you got up to speak about. There was no content in there. She uh, thanked her teachers, and she made some other little um, points, which were not really points. And she says, well, I, okay, guy, that's it. I'm out. See you. And I said, <laughs> check you later. Wow. <laughs> exactly, and I said, "Wow, no depth. Right. You didn't talk about building character. What is it going to take me to move from this point 
forward. I'm now going out into the world. Nothing right. like how that. How am I going to excel? What what what's how how am I going to excel? And guys, as as my classmates, yeah, I think you should shoot for this. This is what you should aim for. Nothing. And I was shocked. Christian school. Well, right. Right. Oh, absolutely. I mean, some of the Christians, the people that go to Christian school, some of my kids say, are some of the worst ones that with, with drugs and sex and everything else. So mm-hmm. it, it, it permeates the entire culture. But the thing that's yeah. scaring me more, we're not, we're not really, I don't want to use scare, I guess more dismaying, is the fact that the freedom of speech and people's interaction, again, the social medias make it so that they'll blather on it with each other and just call each other all kinds of names on Facebook. But in reality, but together they, they either don't talk or there is no community but then people become there's no there's no freedom of speech on universities. When I went to University of Texas, the whole idea was about learning different people's point of views and their cultures and their belief systems and and, get, and broadening your mind to other people. Now the universities are if you're not if you don't think a certain way, they're going to beat the hell out of you. If you don't if if you're at Berkeley or whatever, and so a lot of schools are are implementing. God forbid this, but think about this: Martin Luther King gave his life for sec to, to break up segregation, right? In reality, right. he sacrificed mm-hmm. his life for this. And now we have groups of people that want or willingly, voluntarily segregating their schools, whites versus blacks versus other yes. people of color, and, and yeah. making safe zones only color people of color or people white people can't be here or only white people. You know, it's 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 just That's ridiculous. Nuts. We've gone we've come full circle to back to segregation. Those are the most enlightened people. Like, give me a break. Yeah. You know, God, God's got to be loving us. People, Martin Luther would be spinning in his grave. Why did I sacrificed for what? And fortunately, his family is calling all these people out because they said, "Our father and our and our grandfather, we died for this. Why are you talking like this? What are you doing?" Mm-hmm. And it's no, no, no they're not. They're, you're you're saying they're not calling them out, correct? Oh, they are calling. Oh, no, they are calling them out. There's some the okay. certain ones are calling them out. No, others are others are on the bandwagon, but most of them, the majority of them, is direct. Children are calling him out saying, this is, and his, ex- and his wife are calling him out, going, what, what is up with this? Now, this is, this is the... Um, alarming. This is the outcome from... Um, <laughs> what's, what's interesting to me is when you, when you look into the occult and, you know, the weird stuff, this is what they want. They want the upside right. down. They want the parallel to right. You know, they, right. they want black instead of white you know what i mean they want the darkness and they want it to come up so much that their antichrist will rise now i'm not saying that everyone that's into these little pockets are a part of this this system right like connected to the spirit but they're they're operating in that spirit to bring about this chaotic because none of it makes sense i mean i heard the other day just like you were talking about at, uh, I can't remember if it was Harvard or what school it was, but they they wanted an all black graduation. But wait oh, a yeah, minute! Oh yeah, they do. They they have all Hispanic and all and all of this and all of that. It's like wait a minute. Nuts. That's that's nuts. That's nuts. We fought way too hard to make that go away. How is yeah, it that exactly. you think that's okay? Right? That it just makes absolutely no sense to me. Yeah. But, yeah, um, yeah. Here, here, here is something else I, I wanted to um, uh, t- touch on because you, you brought that point up. I can't remember the school, but the president was um, Taylor Reverly the Third, Reverly the Third, and Black Lives Matter went into his office to speak to him to to give their demands. These oh, are right. the things that 
these are the things that you must do. And he said, you know what? Come to think of it, I don't give demands on anybody. He's the president of the school. And he said, when you come and you talk, we can talk, but you don't tell me about what demands you have. And this is the problem that we have in society. Parents are no longer parents. Like you said, my brother, right. we have kids that are raising themselves, parents that are absorbed with themselves. So no one is watching the hen house anymore. And right. everybody is just coming in and doing as they please. And like, and it goes right back, Chris, to Alistair Crowley, do whatever you want to do, do what thou will. And this is mm -hmm. what's going on. And then now it's coming to where the presidents in colleges are dealing with these adults. We had, um, I think it was one of the uh, colleges that the vice president went to speak the other day. And the, the kids there turned their backs. Man, right. I was the president. I would revoke, if there was such a thing, their diplomas <laughs> and said, no, you can't do that. It's wrong. There are standards that are put in place. If there is no protocol, it makes no sense. Well, it's we just chaos. Of there's, there's no order. And so the government creates this problem, and they, so they, have, they already have the solution devised, and that'll be whether it's martial law or, or outlawing certain faiths or something like that. So the whole and, – and, and I think what you said is like – and because I think you did too – is like everything seems upside down. What's right is wrong, and wrong is right. And it always makes, brings me back to the book of Malachi, chapter 4, verse uh, 16. And it said, and I'll just read this if you don't mind. It said, then in those, those who feared the Lord with all filled road spoke to one another, saying the Lord paid attention to heard it. It's a book of, oh, no, I'm sorry, 13. He says, your words have been harsh against me, says the Lord, but you say, what have we spoken against you? You have said it is useless to serve God. What profit is it if we keep his ordinance and walk around like mourners before the Lord of hosts? So now we call the, the arrogant happy and blessed. Evildoers are exalted and prosper, and then they test God and they escape unpunished. And then Gabriel, mm -hmm. then those who fear the Lord with all filled reverence spoke to one another, and the Lord paid attention and heard it. And in, a, in a book of remembrance was written before him for those who fear the Lord. With, and this is the amplified version, with an, an attitude of reverence and respect and, and who esteem his name. They will be mine, says the Lord of hosts. And on that day when I publicly recognize them and openly declare them to be my own possession, and I will have compassion on, on them and spare them as a man spares his own son who serves him. Then you again see distinguish between the righteous and the wicked, between the one who serves God and the one who does not serve him. And every time I look at this, that scripture comes to mind because that's exactly where we're at. Because everybody's, nobody fears God. Nobody fears retribution. Nobody thinks about sin. Nobody thinks about how they're treating their fellow man. It's what's wrong is right and right is wrong. And, 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 and damned if you, if you think otherwise because you're going to be pushed into some little eddy and some little pool, and nobody's going to get to really care about you. They're going to shut you down. They're going to call you fake news. We're all fake news. The three of us are fake news tonight. You know that, right? Because mm -hmm. we're yeah, yeah. gospel. <laughs> so, I call it faith. I call it faith news. Faith news. Faith exactly. News. Yeah, so, faith news. <laughs> faith news. So at, at the end of the day, we just have to keep marching on, and those who persevere to the very end will be saved, and will be, will make, will be everything will be made manifest, right? So how do I guess – how do we, as people on the radio, help our help our listeners march in that direction? What kind of things can we give them? I'm interviewing you guys, but I always ask myself, and I, my co-host Chris, how can we give our our listeners something to walk away with? What is that little nugget that they can that they can hold in their heart for that week and say and and make a difference in their lives and the lives of others? And so that's that's the big thing. How can we, as fellow believers, help 
our peers or reach out to our neighbors to show them the beauty of the gospel and the light of the gospel, but at the same time, something that they could hang their hats on. Because that's how people react these days. You can't just lay it out there and think they'll believe it. You have to show them, it seems like these days, for them to be able to believe the gospel. Sad as that is, but that seems like it is, to me anyway. Yeah, that's true. And and that's why we talk about some of the subjects we talk about on the show. So we're continually, continually bringing the proof and evidence and bring it back to the word of God. What does the word of God say? And what, how can you apply this to your life? We try to give those solutions because we could talk about problems forever. There's, until right. Christ comes back, there's going to be problems. And, but the word of God says, don't fear, don't fear. But it is talking to believers. So if you're not a believer, you need to repent and turn to Jesus Christ today. And that's our message. That's our message. Because I'm telling you, this is a lot of the stuff I found out this week. People, brace yourselves. Brace yourselves. But Rory, go ahead. Yeah, I, I, I like you said, Ross, um, these nuggets, um, and you, you said faith news. This is the only true news that's there. You know, Jesus Christ said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. He is truth. He is the life. And um, that's the only thing I'm, I'm saying to hold on to. Hold on to Jesus Christ. If you hold on to Christ, he will teach you, and you will come to the understanding of who he is. Right. And, and that's the most effort. important thing. And, and it takes effort. I mean, that's, you just can't jam it like the Matrix. We jam this thing in the back of your neck, and suddenly you're a Bible scholar, right? You have to – it takes time and effort and and, and – and, repentance and supplication and all these things that you have to change your life and get into a, in a routine where you're putting God first instead of yourself first. And that's a transformation that it seems like by the time you get there, it's time to die, right? You don't, you don't get there. It seems like by the time you're ready to pass on, it's, you may have already got, you finally got to where you need to be. So, but it's a process. You don't do it overnight, but I think the folks that need to redouble their efforts on that. And how do you, how do you get jerk people awake? Because many times the message you give and the message we give, people scoff at us and say we're Bible thumpers or we're just we're prudes or we're this or that, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and then you know, wet in our weedies because they really don't want to hear what we have to say because we don't right. we don't march to the same drummer as them. Right. Yeah. Well. Well. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna meld what you just said in, into the next subject because I, I want you to talk about Bitcoin a little bit and I have two articles sure. up here about what happened. Um, but you know. That's the whole thing. The Bible talks about there will be scoffers in these in these last days, and they're going to say, "Well, didn't your father talk about that? And your grandfather and the people before them? We all been talking about this for fifty years." <laughs> and so, or for five hundred right? They've been they're fulfilling Bible prophecy, and so to to transcend transcend from that into the Bitcoin issue because people don't they they, they all when we talk about cashless societies and um, other currencies and all this stuff, you know, people don't see it as a big threat to the American dollar or any other um, dollar. So if you can touch on that, um, we have like 21 minutes left. So I think you could, you know, touch on it really well in that time. Oh, sure. I mean, sure. There's, there's, with our company, Survival 401k, we focus on hard assets and that generally is things you can touch. If you don't, if you don't hold it, you don't own it kind of thing. Steve Quayle and others talk about that. But the things that last the test of time, we're thinking about Abrahamic things and, and King Solomon and all of the big leaders of the Bible 
always had gold and they always had silver and they had food and they had land and they had cattle and, and, and all of these things that again fit at the very bottom of, of the, of the you know, self-actualization pyramid because not, they didn't really worry about their self-esteem. They didn't really worry about whether they took selfies of each other, well, they couldn't, number one. But at the end of the day, they, didn't, they weren't worried about self. They were worried about their people. So now you have a whole litany of, so you have fiat currency since 1913, and, and it's been, been devalued and devalued and devalued. And so what you would, uh, but silver has, to sell, has lasted the test of time. The price of silver into so many ounces of silver in 1950 buys the same thing as the number of ounces of silver today. So it's, it's still relevant. Is it a growth engine for your retirement? It can be. It's a wealth. We focus on wealth preservation. We talk about growth and liquidity in your, in your retirement funds. That's what we do. But you have to think about what you're putting your money into. So you have currencies and stocks and bonds and EFTs and all these things. And now Bitcoin has become a, a big thing. And my phone is, because of the run-up of Bitcoin over the last week and a half, my customers have been ringing off the, phone, off the hook, my phone off the hook, can I use my 401k for Bitcoin? I said, well, yes, you can. Just recognize that it's very volatile. And we saw it run up up to almost 2,800, and then it popped, it took a dump today at down 400 points. And there's other coins, Ethereum and Litecoin and uh, Veritas is coming out tomorrow, and there's a litany of other these different coins. They call them ICOs, uh, initial coin offerings, kind of like an IPO, initial public offering for stocks. So your people are buying these 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 cryptocurrencies like they would stocks, but they have to recognize they seem to think of well this is going to be better than the dollar or the or the pound or the euro or the yuan, but what they don't recognize is it's just as it's got the same durability or even less than than the dollar, and it's got uh, it's got huge vulnerabilities and it's again it's all faith I don't want to use the, in the word faith as in we talk about faith but it's all based on your confidence it's confidence based in the system because there's nothing backing up bitcoin there's nothing backing up ethereum or litecoin or any of these others or even veritas there's no gold backing it there's nothing other than your faith that this you're going to transact from here to here and you can convert to a to another currency so at the end of the day if the lights go out and we have an emp or your lights go out people say well you can always have it on a on a on a, a thumb drive or a piece of paper well Who's going to accept that piece of paper when there's no electricity to reinstate that? If there's no electricity to use that thumb drive, the ATMs are down or the banks are down. So, yeah, you can make a bunch of money speculatively. And I, and I tell my clients, yeah, you can do it. Let's try 5%, maybe 10%, depending on your balance. And if you can get in the right time. But, again, it's all market timing again. I mean, people that got in early today, for instance, thought they were going to take a rise. And they thought a 300-point rise, oh, I'm going to go to 3,000. Suddenly, it dropped 400 points, and then they just lost money today. So, you just have to recognize that this is just another, another, uh, I would call a uh, distraction into the world of all this electronic stuff and all of the trades you do in wall street are all electronic as well. And so you think about that many of the, they've proven that many of the big houses, the money that those stock houses the, the wall street firms front run, what's called a front running of your trade. So they see you that you just bought 500 shares of Exxon. And then they go, they see that you did that, so they buy the Exxon right in front of you, sell it to you for two or three cents more than they bought it for. But you do that millions of times a day, then you're talking about real money. Front running is illegal, but it's a self-regulating organization. And everybody inside the deep state, if you know what that is, it's, that's Wall Street and, front, and the 
and the uh, Wall Street bankers, and you have the regular banks, you have the defense group, you have the Pentagon, you have the House of Representatives, you have all these think tanks, lobbyists, and they, it's revolving doors between all these different people. So when everybody's on the news, the, well, I'm pause sorry? for a second. I, I'm learning something. I'm sorry. Hold, hold on sure. a minute. So this happens with trading stock. What about currency? No, of course. All everything is manipulated. The gold, gold is manipulated. Currencies are manipulated. The powers that be, the ones in the big, in, in the big Wall Street houses and the financial and the investment banks, it's, it's in the powers that be. You have what's called the plunge protection team. It was created by Reagan after the during the 1987 crash. So he created what's called the plunge protection team. In fact, a guy named Asher, uh, what is his last name, was on. When a major news magazine actually called out the plunge protection because there was, they, there's a group of people that include the Fed and major banks and CEOs and stuff, and they determine when you need to interact. But Reagan actually said in, 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 his, in his executive order to create this that you will not keep minutes, you will not keep you know, any records of your meetings, everything's done verbally, and people just execute. So you have this trillions of dollars of money sitting out there that they use to manipulate all. And if you watch, when the market was when it was really volatile and market kept going down up in the most region where they're just running it up and there's no basis for it. But you have so you have market you I looked at it every day and I'm in central time zone and the market was taking a huge dump that day and right around between twelve thirty and, and eleven thirty, twelve what twelve thirty that same day, every day, suddenly that you see the curve go up and the market would be would rebound. That way you could tell it the real fund oh, protection God. team was engaging, and you you could graph that and see that curve every single day, because well, they want to keep now, it. It's all sophistry. Wow, wow. I have heard. Well, in currency trading, there is something called the quarter theory. Have you ever heard of that? And I, I've Let's done a little again? bit of that. It's called what the quarter theory. The quarter theory, and it's a theory that yes, there are people that are manipulating the market, and there are certain quadrants where. The, the, the currency moves up and down. And, you know, I, I have a friend that says, hey, look, this is where they are. They're right there. Or this is where they are. They're, so there are varying points on the, um, on the page when, when we're watching the, the, the trading of currency that you will actually see they come in and manipulate it. And, it, it, you know, they wait and see how many people are coming on, and it goes the opposite direction. It, it happens systematically on a daily basis this is the second you're the second person that i've heard that that has said that oh it, it, it happens and it's, it's it's and it's across all different markets you can watch Amer- americans are renowned because they know american behavior they know how, what people do on wall street and then the retail the retail buyer and it's also in it's in fx at the you know the foreign exchange it's also in metals markets they americans chase an upwardly trending thing so this is why bitcoin is so popular Everybody's calling. It's it's going up. But I'm going to get rich on this, and they chase it up, and then so they the powers that be run it up. Then they get they suck all this money in. Then they slam it down, buy it again in gold and the silver especially. You'll see a run up, and suddenly it'll, all that thing will be lost. Then it drops down. It runs up. It drops down, and, and everybody chases it and gets fleeced. So, from a from a from the aspect of of paper money. Now those of you who have had the have the tenacity and the, and the willpower to buy physical metals, it's always going to be there. And whether it's worth $16 or 22 this is not an investment. This is an insurance policy. Because if you have physical metals in your business or core position of, of precious metals physically in your possession, 
You know you'll be able to eat. You know you'll be able to drink because some, some people can't because they won't have it. They'll trade you anything for it, or you'll be able to buy whatever you want. At the same time, you can't eat gold and silver. And this is what I tell my, my, my customers. You need a core position in storable foods. You need to have clean water, a, water, a way to, to, to filter water. You need to have inter, other energy sources. Because the one thing I've learned with one of our, one of our most our more recent uh, uh, person on our show, is, he was in the solar power business, is the two things you need to have to survive. You need water, well, three things, water, food, and energy. Because energy will help you clean your water, will help you grow food, and the other two will help you produce energy, meaning physical labor, right? So right. without those, you're not going to survive. So you can't eat gold and silver. Or if you do, the the back end of that equation won't be real comfortable, right? But it, it, but, on the, but, <laughs> but <laughs> so I just gave you guys a word picture a word picture there. So at the end of the day, you, you're going to need food and water. Yes, you'll need that, but also think about all the things that you need for your family, whether it's toothpaste or deodorant or feminine products or all these toilet paper. You would managing how how much people will trade for toilet paper. So right. those kind of things to to not just put it in stocks, but put it in things that you need every day. And once you have that ready to go, then then explore other types of investments. But if you if you can't go without the trucks running, because uh, every but if, if your listeners don't know this, every city pretty much has three days worth of food on hand because of just in time mm-hmm. inventory, right? So once yep. those trucks stop running, do you have, can you last four weeks, six weeks, or hell even three days, four days? Can you last more than a week? Because if you can't, you need to redouble your efforts because you're you're going to be like everybody else looking for something. And, it, and, and when you're out looking with other people, unless you're the biggest guy on the street, you're probably going to lose. Right. right. Yeah. So, right. But anyway, I'm, 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 I'm preaching to the choir on this one, and I don't sing. But at the, <laughs> at the end of the day, you need to use your money smartly and as a good steward. steward. And, and I would recommend hmm. anybody that prepares for what's coming – and the remnant should be preparing what's coming. The, you know, that's it's biblical to to prepare. I mean, Joseph had the seven years of plenty and the seven years of famine. He prepared for that. It wasn't raining when Noah was building the ark, and people were scoffing at him. So there, there's it's biblical to be prepared, but at the same time, you need to set aside this this your idea of having a tithe doesn't just have to be to a church. It can also be to put aside. You can also put it in and apply it to your preparations to apply 10% of those who can't do it because some people just flat can't afford to do it, right? So God will provide, right. and maybe they maybe say God will provide, but maybe you are that provision that God's putting in place. So many mm-hmm. people don't, don't think that God uses other people to help, us, to help his remnant because he will. And so many times if you have plenty, you set some aside, that's going to help your fellow believer down the line long term. So and it's, and you can use your, your retirement funds for it. You can use your money from your job there's a lot of things you can do to get there but it's very important to be prepared for what's coming because but at the end of the day and, and i'm coming around in a circle here at to, to find to finish it off here is that if your faith you can have all the gear you can have all the provisions but if you're not right with jesus christ and you and your faith is not in place and you don't have a strong faith it doesn't matter because if you can't stand if you can't withstand the storm mentally and spiritually all the other things you have are going to be lost it's just not going to make any mm-hmm. difference. Yeah, because you know, I know the guy was on our show. He was a special forces guy, and he was worked with SEALs, and he was in he was in the Watts riots and things like. A really great guy. But he said, ninety nine percent of this whole thing 
is 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 a mind game and a faith game, because if you don't have that, all the others, all your other physical preparation is not going to make it a hill of beans because your 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 spirit's not there and your courage is not there. You're going to have to have that in order to move forward. Now, I don't want to sound like a Debbie Downer, but I think you and I texted Chris earlier about you know getting seeing all these kind of things as dealing with emergencies and stuff like that. Well, you're going to need that going forward because that's being having the wherewithal and the resiliency and faith will drive your resiliency from a spiritual perspective and reading the word. I think, Rory, as you're talking about and being prepared and, and laying your heart on all of that is going to help you through the crisis that you're going to be facing. Yeah, I think even this summer and into the fall, I think we're going to see some, some ugly things coming. Uh, yeah, I, I feel that in my spirit. Now, you said you said uh, you talked about survival 401k. How can people get started? What are some of the things? What, what are some of the steps that can be taken? Sure. If they want to sure. um, look at um, survival 401k to, you know, maybe move some of their their um, 401k or how can they? What what can they do? Sure. So there, there's two ways of doing this. So if you're over 59 and a half, you have what's called an in-service withdrawal. So if you work for a large bank or any company and you have a 401k and you're over 59 and a half, then you can use what's called an in-service withdrawal and you can access your money. Then we can help you move that money out of the matrix and into hard assets. That's easy peasy. We do that all day long. If you've left a company and you have money sitting at there like I had, I had you know, several thousand here and tens of thousands here and here, you know, all these different employers, you can move those because that money is yours. You can move it easily and consolidate it into one, one place and then use that money to do what you need to do. Now, the hard part, and this is something we've just recently done, and it's part of our exodus strategy, which you were sort of exiting the world system and, and getting out of financial captivity, is where if you're, let's say you're 45 years old and you have several hundred thousand dollars in your 401k or, or even 50,000, we have a way through the court system to get unlock that money for you now. And it's a little piece of code written in the ERISA code, which is the uh, retirement code that all was built, written in 1974, then, then changed over time. But that, that, that's the, 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 the federal law that governs all of the 401k plans, your 403b, your 401a, obviously the 401k, pretty much everything except maybe schools and, or like unions and things like that might have a different kind of plan. But this code, there's a little bit of snippet in there that allows, was written for the Bloombergs and the Rockefellers and the Bushes and the Clintons, all the people, that, the, the, the elite of the elite, so they could get their money out of the system and put it in safety through the court system. So now we have that ability for the average man to do that and move your money out of there. So if you want to get your money out of your 401k, but you've been told, no, you can't do it, and I talk to people day after day after day, that have been told no, that we can do this for you. It's not cheap, and it takes an attorney, and it takes time, about four months to get it done. But if you have the wherewithal to do it, we can get it for you. But the easy way is if you've left a company or you're over a certain age, we can easily get your money out. And then from there, you'll have a checkbook and a debit card to invest in just about anything you want, with the exception of collectibles. And that would be, let's say, a, a Rembrandt or a Picasso or a rare Chinese rug or a Ming vase or uh, rare wines or antique cars or anything that you go to a an auction for, with the exception of foreclosures on houses. But anything that you go to Christie's for, any kind of auction that's a collectible, it's off limits because their IRS requires you to be investing in things that have a fair market value, meaning that's an apples to apples comparison. So you can look at metal, precious metals, have an apples to apples. 
stocks, bonds, real estate has an a has an evaluation or has a an assessment from the from the from the county. Those kind of things that, that you can actually compare apples to apples, but you can't compare, for instance, a Rembrandt to a, a Picasso. They're not, or even two Picassos for that matter. They're two different things. So those are off limits, but everything else is pretty wide open, and you can use your imagination on that. Wow, thank you, thank you very it's much. Pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, so we're, we're running out of time here. How can people get in contact with you and um, to find out more information? Sure. You can reach us at survival401k.com and click on the contact us, and you'll receive, you can schedule an appointment right online, or you can send us a note requesting a contact, or you can call us at 844-650-5733. That's 844-650-5733. Five seven three three. We're glad to talk with you, and I promise you, I'll talk to you myself personally. I talk to every customer at least once or twice, and actually, many times you'll talk to me more than you want to. So, at the end of the day, we we guide you through these channels and hold your hand all the way. It takes about ten days from the time you call me to the time we get it done is about ten days, and your money will be set free and out of the matrix. All right, Rory. Wow. Any last words before we go? Well, I just want to thank you, my brother. Uh, this was definitely enlightening and uh, just great to see that you're out there helping people. Um, it's just wonderful to see men of God that are, you know, being the arms or the leg that's helping people to um, prepare themselves, not only just physically, but also spiritually. Uh, you talked about um, Bible study, home Bible study or home churches. Yes, you're, you're absolutely right. It's going to be pivotal. We have um, we have just launched a church that I attend. They just launched a home Bible study group where you know what um, we are meeting in the homes and we are we are sharing God's word and people are coming to know Christ. And um, there's a movie that's that's um, I, that we were able to watch a few months ago. It's called the um, the um, I can't remember the movie, but it talked about the missionaries in China. Um, um, the, I think it's the absurdity of God, the missionaries in China, all these different places. And when you look at the impact that the home church has had on the body of Christ, oh, it's just amazing. Absolutely. Amazing. It's, phenomenal. it's phenomenal. And whether you call it small groups or home church or whatever you want to call it, the impact is the same in your building community, as we talked about at the beginning of the show. So, Well, you guys are going to be on Remnant Radio Network in a couple of weeks, too, aren't you? You guys are going to join oh, yes. us continue this yeah, conversation. Chris, come yeah, on and definitely and uh, great, great, great stuff. So, looking forward to talking with you guys again, and I really appreciate you guys taking the time having me on and being flexible with my with my schedule tonight as well. Oh, it's okay, it was, it was great to have you, and we enjoyed the conversation. Great stuff, guys. Appreciate it. Praise God for what you're doing. Right, thank you. You too. have a great night, my brother. Right. You too. You guys take care now. All right, bye bye. All right, good night. Bye-bye. All yeah, right, everyone. Uh, just a, a wonderful one, guest, I, I, Ross I, I Powell. think, uh, Chris. Yeah, Ross yeah. Powell yeah. from uh, Survival 401k. Survival 401k. Um, yeah. Uh, All right. Wow. Yeah, so you know, um, <laughs> we hope you you all enjoyed the show. We're running out of time, and we'll be back next week with another guest, um, Lord willing, and we will see you later. And just keep studying your word. Study the word. Good night, folks. Have a great week.
The Starlight Lounge presents an evening with the progressive box. The moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at you, savings coming at you. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.